0: meant to know you would be Hey hey good bitches and welcome to this week's episode of how to be a good bitch I'm Jules Arangiwhia and I'm Jody Clark Thanks for your support around last week's silence in light of the ongoing conversation around uh, police brutality. Mm -hmm. As anti-racists, it just didn't feel right for us to record and promote an episode. So we appreciate our GBs for standing by us.
1: We do. Let's get straight into it, Jodes. Yes, let's do that.
0: On this week's ep, we want to discuss something we feel very strongly about. It's about putting your foot down in the bedroom. Mm. We answer a listener question who hates the oral her girlfriend gives her. And as always, we end this week's ep with everyone's favorite segment, Confessions of a GB. Yay! Now, Jodes, we have two weekends to catch up on. So take me away, my love.
1: Oh, my God. It's been a lot. Um, Once again, appreciate the love around our week of silence and also appreciating being out in public again. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's nice to be – I feel like there's definitely been a shift this week. There are people everywhere. Everywhere. Like, do you feel that? I'm like, are we back to, like, pre-COVID life? Mm Because it's just – I live in Newtown and there's just people bloody everywhere. Mm, and I think mm-hmm. obviously the weather's been really nice the past mm. couple of days. So that's helped this weekend. I've been going out for a couple of dinners with girlfriends lately um, when we can get the bookings, you know, here and there.
0: I know because now I try to get a booking for last night um, and they were like, oh, no, that's fine. We have 5.45 p.m. <laughs> available and it's a $100 minimum per head. I was yeah. like, you can miss me with that. Honestly, just miss me with that. Yeah,
1: unless you have a hookup, you're pretty much screwed at the mm-hmm. moment. So thankfully mm-hmm. I've had a couple of cheeky hookups and I've managed to get out and that's been fun. I've pushed the boat out a little bit, to be honest with you, this weekend. I kind of want to break from alcohol now.
0: Jodie's and- rocked up to Jodie's house this morning. She's got oh, the sunglasses on oh. inside. I said, oh, babe, you're rough as guts.
1: I just, yeah, I just think for me with my anxiety, I mm. alcohol doesn't really sit right with me. I'm kind of like, oh, I kind of want just- to... I just feel like I kept it pretty quiet at the start of Corona mm-hmm. and now that I'm getting back into going out and drinking, I'm like, oh, I'm not really, am not
0: really feeling it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Cause you're so used to your body feeling a certain way. So when you feel shit, you feel fuck. You're like, yes. whoa, is this what I used to put up with every weekend? I have weekend? been
1: like on my game during mm. this time and like just mentally, just physically, like just mint. Mm-hmm. And then after all this Anyway, it's I'm off it right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I almost forgot to mention I did have a bit of a family trip recently oh. Oh. over Queen's birthday weekend. I went to Dapdo.
0: So wholesome of you. I love it. It
1: was very wholesome, but my family are fucking crazy. So I can classic. only... The classic. I mean, imagine me, but just like more hectic in Australian. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm not not, not gonna lie I don't know if I want to imagine that oh my gosh
1: two nights and I'm like I love you guys but I'm gonna head on Mm, back mm -hmm. like get in my car and I'm ready to peace out but Mm -hmm. um what about you Jules I know you've had a lot going on so let's get into you I have had a lot
0: going on I've used the excuse that like Jules is back in Sydney, the mm. reunion. I've, I've done a reunion tour yes. at every like pub it feels like. We love the tour. <laughs> so I think probably um, the most mentionable thing is I went to the Black Lives Matter rally in Sydney, which was amazing. Um, and then afterwards, me and my girlfriend were at the bottle shop in like the surrounding suburb right yeah. near my house. And it felt like everyone who was under the age of 30 was in that bottle shop. Yes. And we actually met these guys, Ooh. The old I, like the old IRL, the old way. So we met these guys and we were like, what are you doing right now? Which to listeners probably sounds insane, but, but for people who know me, I'm always like, you should come to my house right now. Like I just have no like yeah, stranger, you're like that. stranger you're danger and yeah. awareness. So I said, why don't you guys come back to my house? So there are these four cute boys. I was just me and my one girlfriend came back to my house. We we're drinking, we we're having fun. We end up going to this random house party with them. And from the random house party, um, I saw a... Uh, sorry, I met a very, very cute – you know what? I'm going to say a stunning-looking boy. You gave him a special name too. You're leaving out that part. Okay, I gave but him name. But I loved. Oh,
1: Frenchie. Uh, no, Lil Choc Pudding. Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: Oh, fuck it. <laughs> you Frenchie might give it away. That was a uh, big this, part. Sorry, sorry. Lil Choc Pudding because that's exactly what he was like. He oh. was dessert in my eyes and in my mouth. <laughs> so anyway, so him and one of his friends was like to me and my girlfriend, you should come back to our apartment. We live um, in the same area I live in. I was like, great. If it goes awful, you know what? It's a free ride home. Yeah, so this whatever. this like 4 a.m. So we go back and it's kind of like not a huge vibe. It's a bit like, you know when you've just come from a house party that's like everyone's like screaming and jumping and then Mm. you go and you're like, oh, this is getting a bit seedy now, but whatever, we'll roll with it. And they were like, let's play strip poker. And I was like, well, no, because I'm so competitive and I don't know how to play poker. And I was like, I'll be asshole naked (laughs) in a second. I know you. I know you boys. So I was like, let's play. We can play strip uno. So we start playing it. And this is uh, a little Little piece of wisdom I'd like to uh, part on to yourself, mm. Jodes, and to our listeners. So we're playing strip Uno. My girlfriend, who I'm with, is awful at it. So before <laughs> I know it, she's just tits out. She's sitting next to me, almost asshole naked in the corner of some seedy apartment. And I was like, oh, I love this for us. Tits out for the boys. She's tits out. I am fully. So I wear when I go out two pairs of socks. So four single socks all together. So I am, um, everyone else in the room is butt naked and I've still got one pair of socks to go. Like it was genius, joke, So a very, very fun night. Very Virgo of you. I have uh, more to speak on about that, but that's for main topic. Yes. And then you don't know this about me and you're going to kill me for not telling you. Oh, fucking, I hate it when you <laughs> do this shit and then you drop it on me because in the body. So, I can't stop smiling. What? Last night I had a date. Oh my God. I know. And guess what? Oh my God, what? I, he doesn't drink. So I stayed sober. Uh, Sorry, uh, 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 what? Yeah. So he came over to my house. We couldn't get a booking, as i mentioned, yes. we couldn't get a booking anywhere. And I messaged him during the day saying, Hey, um, I'm, I'm rolling past Woolies. Do you want me to grab a couple of bottles of red? white? What do you drink? And that's, he's that's thoughtful. That is. I mean, yeah. a great friend and a great potential girlfriend for yeah. everyone listening. Incredible. Um, and he said, Oh, like, I'm not going to lie, I actually don't really drink unless I'm on holidays or something. And I said, that's fine. I'm happy to go without. Mm. Low key, I was not happy to go without. But, <laughs> but you know, I don't want to, I do kind of want to stop, you know, all of my stories. And Jod's knows I walk in here every weekend so hungover. Mm. Like I've just come off a bender and then I record. So, I, f- I just feel high today. Anyway, like high in a good way. Yeah, in a good way. Um, high on so, life. So yeah, he came over to my house and we had dinner and I drank seventeen cups of coffee. Like like just had tea, and he just made me feel really nice. It was really oh wholesome. Oh no, could this be husband? Like you always say to me, could this be husband? Um, you know what? I'm gonna be honest. I need mm. to know dick da- dick game first. Mm. I'm not gonna because we were just. You know we got deep we asked really um, intimate questions like he's very introspective which I loved we love a um, woke king we do um and yeah I don't know he just made me feel smart and he made me feel like I don't need alcohol because you know that's a kind of an insecurity of mine you know I'm I, I love to I love a good time you love to dip I and love enjoy a it. good time so yeah yeah, I just, I'm, I don't even want to speak about it too much. It was just nice. And oh it was just my normal. Oh goodness, I am shook right um, now. I listeners. Know. So anyway, I'm going to be a bit ziplocked on that. I'm going to I can't park believe it. you held this from me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Amazing. But we need to discuss something, Jones, because yes. you were telling me about your family trip and I was like, mm. oh, for fuck's sake, everyone deals with this. Ugh. So you were saying how you, there was a controversial comment that came up in your family. We don't have to get too into it but you were like, fuck, how do you hand handle, sorry, when families family members say fuck shit? Yes. And oh, we have all been in those situations. I know for me it's not so much of a race thing you know yeah. biracial parents which yeah. doesn't, doesn't give them a green flag i'm not saying that yes um but that's race is never an issue it's more so um you know my father might say and, and bless his heart bless his heart yeah, bless my his father heart. might say you know just a comment and you know like oh oh give us a smile lady or something just mm, a bit i'm like Yeah. so how do we deal with those things or well, what's your experience jodes
1: well, my experience is um to be honest, generally my family are pretty good. Mm-hmm. My dad I'm like my father's daughter. My mother always says she's like, You're just like your father. Ugh. You're just we are both so five seeds, the Irish and me. Mm-hmm. And here we're both very Um, Like outspoken and and confident Mm -hmm. And he is very anti-racist as well Mm -hmm. He's told me that he's had issues with his mother Mm -hmm. My late grandmother on my father's side Because she was racist Mm. And never supportive of the fact That he wanted to date Maori chicks Mm -hmm. Back in New Zealand um, She was quite anti-him bringing Um you know, yeah. a girl home that wasn't white. Understood. And he's like, I think it's fucking disgusting. Mm. They've been, you know, treating these people like shit for how many years now? Like, mm-hmm. So my dad's side of the family, like, well, my, my dad's very anti-racist. Mm-hmm. But then I have since come into Australia and noticed just a lot of casual racism. Right. I, it's I, like everywhere. in conversation and I'm like, how is this okay? Yeah. Like, and I've had to check my family before and been like, Guys, that's not okay. Yeah. Like, and yeah. actually repeat back what they just said to me. Like, that's not funny. Yeah. I don't find that funny. Mm-hmm. And just with my nana, she's made it. I, I mean, she's 94. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's so ingrained. Mm. But again, I truly believe that it's never too old. Mm. Let's not make excuses for people. No matter what they're saying, you can always check them and say, Nana, I've got to respectfully disagree mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. I don't, like, what are you talking about? I mm. don't agree with what you've just said. Mm. Let's let's get into that. Why do you feel that way? I want to learn mm. why you feel that way because I strongly disagree and yeah, try and just help them to have a
0: shift. Yeah, completely. And I think as well um, when we discussed it before, you were saying mm. the key thing is to keep your voice level and yes. just do it more so as you're asking them lots of questions. Also, why do you feel that way? Yes. But, why, but why? Because <laughs> everyone, <laughs> I have no. to laugh because everyone who knows me, No, I chuck my weight behind my arguments, especially when it comes to prejudice. You do. And often what I'm trying to say gets so lost in my yelling, Mm. my emotion and my aggression. So even yesterday was a prime example of, um, oh, it's even, I don't even like repeating it, but, Mm. you know, I was with a friend and they said something, something, something retard. And I just said, oh, is that a word that you say? Um, And they were like, oh. You know what? It's actually not. And I'm not too sure why I said that, yeah. but thanks for pulling me up on yeah. it. That's, and you know what? We moved on immediately because yes. some people don't even know, especially, you know, you are the company, you keep birds of a feather flock yes. together. So they're probably used to just saying those one-liners and everyone just laughing and, you know, they've never been pulled up on it. Yeah. So I've definitely learned to, you know, keep my cool and just ask a question to kind of diffuse a situation.
1: And also with male friends, you know, you can pull up your male mates if you hear them say some misogynistic shit. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. do.
0: Yeah. Hundred percent. We kind of need to, hey, because it's obvious, it's clear that the next person is most likely not going to do it. So I think we need to.
1: People, if you if you approach it in the right way, people respect you for mm. it. And yeah, like you, I can get quite passionate and aggressive. Mm. The areas in me will come out, and I will fucking mm. lay into someone. And then the message actually gets lost, and people people don't really trust in what you're saying if you're mm-hmm. too aggressive. It can mm-hmm. actually push people away. Mm. So I've learned to put. I've learned to really reel it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Good tip. That's a good tip. All right, my love. Well, before we come back, we need to go to a little cheeky break. So make sure, GBs, you subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, How to Be a Good Bitch, and hit us up on our Instagram at goodbepodcast. Chuck your girls a follow, and we'll be right back after this.
0: All right, guys. We are back with main topic. So, as I said at the start with my story, I had mm. a cute little chalk choc pudding. Mm. Um, Chocky. you know that that came after the strip poker <laughs> night. It won't be any shock to anyone. Came back to my house, Jodes. Yes, and I didn't know what we were going to do. I was just like, "This is a, a very beautiful boy who I'd like to spend a couple more hours with." Mm. I honestly, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know what I was going to do. But hey, mm. like, just keep partying. Mm. So. We come back, we're in my bed, we're hooking up, um, we're kind of, we're half close. Define hooking up. Oh, sorry, we're kissing. Like Kissing we're, we're on the mouth. Kissing on the mouth with Thank tongue. You. Yep. With tongue. And we must have been kissing for, I reckon, 0.5 seconds mm. before he goes, I want to fuck, I want to fuck. And I go to him, oh, because I was just taken back by surprise. Oh
1: my God, so was I he said, hard
0: or you weren't sure at that point? I wasn't sure. Okay. I actually wasn't sure. He says, I want to fuck, I want to fuck. And I was like, oh. Uh, you know, we'd, we'd just been horizontal, like we'd just <laughs> lied down. And I said, oh, well, you best be going down on me, my love. Like that's what I said. I said, you, you best be going down on me. And this boy goes, oh, I don't really go down on women. I don't go down on girls.
1: Oh, hell and no. And I just
0: said, okay, well, good night. And I rolled over and I turned the lights off because I was like disgusting misogynist. Bye. we've We've spoken about this. We're not going to go into that today. So – Anyway, so we start hooking up again, like, you know, but I I have been to him like, no, he's put me off. Like Mm. I don't fuck with him anymore. Yeah. But he's in my bed. He's a very good looking boy. So we're hooking up. We're hooking up and he keeps really like trying to pressure me to have sex. Like, you know, just being very grabby, very Mm. in the positions that like the tip of his penis was like about to touch my vagina. You just know. Yeah. And I was like, no, like, fuck no. And he goes to me, well, why would I come back here? And I said, excuse me? I don't owe you shit. Oh no, he did not. I don't owe you shit. Why? Because I'm coming back here. So, and ugh. I mean, this is a full side note, and not that it has anything to. But anyway, so he goes. Fine, I'll give you head. So he goes down on me, and I'm literally like, mm. so you guys can't see. I'm clo- <laughs> I'm closing my eyes, being like trying to feel if this tongue is on my leg, is it on my? I can't feel a thing. And anyway, I'm lying there, and like forty seconds goes by. I wish forty minutes. Forty <laughs> seconds goes by, and I said, ugh. Oh, I said, can I just show you something? So I get his finger, I get his index finger and I said, and I pull the hood, my, like the clit, the clit of my hood up. And I said, this is where the clit is. And I said, see, so you can feel it's kind of a little nod. And I said, and this is where the G spot. And I got his fingers and I said, see, so if you go come here with your fingers, you can feel it. You know, it's a bit rough. It's like a cat's tongue in your vagina. And he was like, wow. So I showed him though. So I'm, gr- I'm grateful that I've, you know, taught him for the next lady. So it, great, it became a great sexual education with Jules. 100%. But I was still off it and I was still like, fuck no, I don't want to have sex with this guy if he, I feel like he doesn't want to go down on me, which means to me he doesn't really like me that much. Yeah. You know, if you can't pleasure me for a second and if you can't watch me being turned on turned by on, what you are doing to me. You know, so I put my foot down, we end up going to sleep. He leaves the next morning. And I just want to say that I feel like I've tapped into a superpower and I might be mm. 10 years late to the mm. party I feel so much better now because I said fuck no. I think there have been multiple times where I've just ended up sleeping with them because I'm like, you're horizontal, I'm horizontal, we may as well do it. I've felt like fucking shit the next day. I've Mm -hmm. been hungover. I'm eating Deep fried chicken at 3 PM again. You mm-hmm. know, it's just everything rolled into one. So I, what I want to talk about, if you guys yeah. listeners are still with me, yeah. is putting your foot down in the bedroom and knowing your personal boundaries.
1: Which you absolutely did. Um, in oh, a, a fucking so major boss ass bitch way. Mm. I just want to honor you, Thank you for love. that. Thank you. You know? Amazing work. And that guy was fucking punish. Mm, mm-hmm. If you're listening, you're fucking punished. Yeah. Don't contact Jules again. <laughs> We're not with the uh-huh. shits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you've been in – because it's such a common thing, you know. So I'm sure you've oh had my a situation, God. Jodes.
1: I mean the the amount of just conversations I've had with, with girlfriends that have been in situations like this and have felt so uncomfortable and not really known how to assert themselves, mm. particularly I feel like it, it – it, it seems to be really connected to casual relationships mm, mm-hmm. or the situationships mm. that sometimes we find ourselves in mm-hmm. when we're not really strong mm. on what we want. We mm-hmm. don't have clarity in ourselves as to what we are looking for. We can find ourselves in these fucked situations. Mm-hmm. And it does um, remind me of a time where I was in yeah, a casual situation mm-hmm. with a guy I was sleeping with. And one time, this was like a few years back. He did. He came over and we had sex. This is me just speeding through the story. He he came to mine. We had sex. This is like late at night, like mm. after dinner, right mm. on the weekend sometime. He came over. We had sex, and then immediately after he was done, mm. and it was spicy. He gets on his phone, like right next to me, like he's on his phone. Like what? scrolling through Instagram aimlessly, like just doing something like that. And I was like, are you fucking Did serious? Did he even like give you
0: like a cum towel? Did he like clean you up?
1: No, it was just, Ugh. it was just a fucking non-event. And then I think he maybe kissed me on the forehead and then just bounced. Yeah.
0: yeah. And
1: I remember lying there after being like, like, what the fuck are you doing, Jody?" Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, this is not it, – its one of those situations where it was fun initially yeah, and then it stopped being fun yeah. and I needed to piece the fuck out yeah. and actually check in with myself and be like, what am I doing? Is this serving me? Is this really what I want with this boy? Like, yeah. he wouldn't even stay the night. That's yeah. how checked out he was. Yeah. And at that point I should have been like, this isn't fun for me anymore. Mm. I need to sort of take a step back and – At that point, I think I was going through some shit and I wasn't, I did not have clarity around what I was looking for Mm. in my sex life or love life. Mm, mm -hmm. And so I was being quite self-sabotaging. So I was not in a good headspace and I was certainly not in the space to be having casual sex and then, as you've mentioned, feeling like shit about it. Yeah. If you're feeling like shit after the act, yeah. listen to that. Yeah. There is something wrong with what you were doing if you were not feeling great about that transaction. Yeah. You need to be feeling great and empowered. And I was initially, but there has been dis- there was disconnect somewhere along the line and mm. it stopped feeling fun for me. Mm. And that was the time when I should have pieced the fuck out.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's why another reason why today I feel mm. – High, like I yes. feel high on endorphins Claire. because last weekend I said no, and then the next, you know, the next morning I woke up, had a giggle about it to my housemate, yeah, because I hadn't slept with him, you know, like. And please, listeners, we are not shaming one night stands.
1: No, we're not. That's if not anything, what this is about. If anyone,
0: yeah, not at all. It's more so if you don't want to carry on with something, don't. Um, but Joe, how can you know what's our GB tip of the week going to be? Because how can we? It's easy for us to say it being very quite hot-headed people yes, um, and very, you know, boy-bye. Yeah, it's so not always that easy, is it? Fuck no. And, you know, it's hard because when you say no to these boys, you know, especially like, you know, we've been trained as females to be extremely polite. Yep. So when we go no, we're going no, no, no. Or no, sorry, no, like no, I'm sorry, I, like, no. And to them they can't hear that. So, babe, what is our GB tip of the week going to be for putting your foot down in the bedroom? Yeah,
1: I mean don't do not be afraid for one second to mm. be savage mm-hmm. when it comes to asser- asserting your boundaries. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be fucking polite when it comes to protecting your self-worth, mm-hmm. protecting your your body. And how you feel about it And how you feel about yourself Fuck being polite Mm. Don't let fucking men or women Whatever you're into Don't let them gaslight you Into thinking it's wrong To speak up Because If they do That's more about them than you People only get mad When they realise That they can't manipulate you Into doing what they want you to do. So at any time, if you're feeling uncomfortable, it's never too late to say, no, you can be pants down. He he can have his dick right there in front of you about to put it in you. And you can say, you know what? I'm not feeling this. I'm going to go.
0: Yeah.
1: No means no. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and it's not even just about sex. That's to do with anything
0: in life. You can always
1: assert your boundaries. You can always stand up for yourself. Yeah. If you need help around the language, just keep it simple.
0: Yeah. I agree, and I think we. Are, I'm so sick of being, um, you know, f- for men especially of having to wrap everything up in a pretty little bow and say, mm. "Oh no, sorry," and being very palatable. So I think with that guy, what helped me is I, you know, in my head, I was like, "Oh, I'm being such a bitch." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of my like." I was like, "Go!" Like I had to become a bitch. I'm using quotation marks yeah. because they didn't. They didn't understand anything other than being extremely mean. Does that make any sort of sense? Like I almost had to yell and be like, get off me. Like stop. And and that's not being a bitch. What part of that is being a bitch? Were you
1: rude? Yeah. No. No. You were were asserting your boundaries and Mm -hmm. you never have to apologize for that. Remember, you are the prize. Yeah, exactly. Mm. always. All right. So look, we need to go to a little cheeky break, but make sure you GBs have rated us five stars on Apple podcasts and follow our Instagram at good podcast. We would love to hear from you. good bitches we are straight in now with our listener question keep these coming through we love to see it don't we jules Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. now this one is a goodie we picked this one out we thought it was relatable so i'm gonna get straight into it how do i tell my girlfriend i don't like the way that she goes down on me
0: so I loved this question because it reminded me of last weekend, Joe's with Lil Choc Pudding. Mm. As I mentioned before, when I was clenching my eyes and being like, oh, I can't feel anything down there. Uh, you know. So I said, give me your hand. This is where the clit is. This is where the G-spot is. I just actually had to tell them, and I think especially for guys, now I know this is um, a girl-on-girl relationship and we will get to that, but I think yeah. for guys, I have swapped, and it's never too late to change your opinion. I want everyone to know that. Mm. I have fully swapped the way I think about, fuck guys, they don't know about clits, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they don't have one.
1: Yes, that is They fair. don't have one. That is So fair. I think
0: it's actually up to us to teach them. Yes, you know, that comes a line when you want to be, um you don't want to be the educator anymore. But I think it's the way we bang on about like, oh, you don't know where the clit is? Well, fuck you. It's like yeah. if they don't own one where we look at it and touch it. I mean, for me, daily. (laughs) So I think it's just an educational piece. And once I told him that, he was like, oh, oh, easy. Like he knew it straight away. But now what are we going to do for this listener, Jodes? Because it is Mm. girlfriend and girlfriend and, yeah, it's a relationship. So what would your advice be?
1: I reckon it's the way that you communicate it because in my experience, people are very open and receptive, Mm. but you need to watch your delivery Mm -hmm. and you need to be mindful of your partner's ego Mm, as well. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Use like loving language, like babe, I, I love the fact that mm. you are so keen to pleasure me, mm. but you know it would be really hot mm. if you did this with your tongue. Oh,
0: or, or I love if, it. I'm excited now.
1: <laughs> or if you just see – like actually show them. Yeah. If you put your tongue there, oh, my God, that would mm. fucking – I'd get so wet, babe. Mm-hmm. If you just – like pose it to them like that, like to say how hot it would be if they did X, Y, Z, then they're going to be like, Oh, okay. And it's like, it gets them excited with you. And it's less about, it's like, you're not telling them off. You're just saying, Hey,
0: I would really love it if you did this to turn me on. Mm, mm -hmm. It's just the
1: way you position
0: it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think also, um, you know, communicating that through your body. So I know when I get, when I get someone like, you know, uh, brushes their tongue against that specific spot Mm. on my clit and it drives me crazy I make sure to my back is going arch you know everything becomes really stiff yeah. so they can feel that give them praise They yeah, give them praise and be like oh shit don't stop right there yeah. don't stop right there <laughs> even if you need to keep saying that so then you know she is going to learn and she's going to be like all right where's that don't stop right there place, they will you keep know? doing
1: it mm-hmm. to please mm-hmm. you because they know how much it gets you excited so mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> it's like train them like a dog yes like, it's that training and development. It does I, – I will share a little story with you though, Jules, because it does – I kind of cringe. Is this a
0: personal story? This is
1: a personal story. It's different. It's not like head related, but it reminded me of a time during sex with someone I was previously seeing mm. um, when he kept doing something
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. I know the time. <laughs> I know the time, yes.
1: Everyone dies because I'm so vocal. He kept doing something that I didn't like. And, and this is just during sex. We can definitely say that. Yes, yes. this was during sex. Mm-hmm. His penis is inside me. Mm-hmm. And he is doing this thing that obviously is really pleasurable for him. Mm-hmm. But I was not fucking feeling it. Mm-hmm. So we're like a missionary and mm-hmm. his dick's inside me. Mm-hmm. And he's like hitting my walls okay. from like side to side. Like he's Oh, like-
0: okay. So he's... He's like a little Pac-Man in there. Like he's going do-do-do, like bouncing off the walls. Yeah, but
1: like slower, but it was more like the movement. It was kind of like side to side. which okay. is I It just wasn't hitting anything It was not you. hitting my G-spot. It was not doing shit for me. Yeah, and yeah. if anything, it felt kind of uncomfortable. Like, yeah, okay. you know when like you can feel old girl down there getting a bit razzled? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh, hang on, it's sis. He's giving you a
0: free little pap smear. I love this. Hang on, <laughs> sis. I got you. I will <laughs> shut this down.
1: Oh. I was not feeling it. So I told him that and then I just can you? I can't even remember what I said. I think I was just like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. I, yeah, I'm gonna need you to stop that." That's
0: like, <laughs> that what you said. Yes. But what happened to our loving and caring <laughs> advice? It's <I> like mean, <laughs> I hate this. Get out.
1: <laughs> but, hey, I was just seeing this guy. Like we weren't like um, in a relationship. Yeah, yeah. I was seeing him, so I could be a little bit more blunt and be like, "Yeah, I'm not feeling that." Yeah. Um, which is fine. Sometimes it is just a simple, "Hey, I'm not feeling that. Can we switch it up?" It, you know, just just simple and quick. I wasn't a bitch about it. I just. Cut to the chase, and then he stopped doing that shit. <laughs> well,
0: I think so. I think the takeaways for this GB is um, obviously so you know throwing your back into it when you do love it because they need that encouragement because mm. their ego will be hurt a little bit, and a little only a uh, tiny bit, yeah. So really throwing it back and busting it open if you really <laughs> if you're loving um, that spot that she's hitting, yeah. But also being like, like Jody said, start off with the I love the way you look when you go down on me. Yeah. There is nothing hotter than when you're going down on me. But, you know, just going just a bit up higher, oh, that would drive me insane, yes. babe. I would be coming in a second. Positive reinforcement yeah. with a little redirection. Yeah. Redirection's a nice way to put it. I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope that's helped you, my love. We are going to get on to our confession of the week. Yes. This gal is such a good bitch. We love her. We've stalked her on oh, IG. A fucking shout out to this perche. She you. Know. For, thank you for writing to yeah, us. So we love you. I'm just gonna read it word for word. Yeah. Okay, GB. says, "Hi ladies, I have been binging your podcast for the past week or so and have fallen in love with the confession segment. It got me reflecting on my own spicy confession, which my friends still taught me about today. Mm. got to love girlfriends. <laughs> Just never let you forget. I'll set the scene for you, gals. It was New Year's Eve, 2019. Oh I was doled up and off. Sorry, I was doled up and off my tits, ready to party into the new year. I don't remember writing this jokes. (laughs) I had recently come out of the final part of of an on and off ting with my mans. who was never my mans and ready to slide it up. So a situation ship. A situation ship, yep. I was dressed to the nines and ready for a good time. We soon hit the D floor at the place we had gone to and it was then I spotted this absolute hunk. Mm. I fell in love immediately, oh, mainly because he looked like the mans who wasn't my mans. Love it. (laughs) And decided to approach him. I shuffled my way to his group and noticed the girl he was with had the most banging hair. Oh, I love girls who uplift other girls. Yes, yes. So I complimented her. It was then when she suggested I hooked up with her friend as he found me cute. Oh. I was stoked because I'd been eyeing him up for a good amount of time. I love that. We started chatting and dancing, which turned into a cheeky pash. He was just my type, tall, gorgeous, and tattered up. Naughty. Things got steamy, so I suggested we get a drink. We made our way to the bar, and I was talking to one of his gal pals. It was then that she told me how into me he was. He was just concerned about his children at home and the fact he had only decided to leave his wife two days ago. Hold up. Uh, hold up exactly she said he really wanted to take me home and fuck me but he had to worry about his kids (laughs) i excused myself to the bathroom and decided to give up on the pool for the night my new year's kiss was my bestie and not the married man i had originally set my eyes on oh (gasps) my i'm so sad for her but also pig pig pig. Oh, what the fuck? What? The and also, it kind of breaks my heart, but the, the the girls were kind of defending not defending him, but they were like, he really wants to fuck you, babe, but like, you know, the old ball and chain and the children <laughs> fuck. Oh my fucking god.
1: <laughs> oh, and, like they're never going to leave their baby mama. No, never. Like, come that, on. That could be a whole episode. What, he episode. left her two days ago? Two days ago. Come two on, days, come on sis. God.
0: He out here with a whole ass wife. Where do you have sex in that house? Like, is it on, are you on the bunk bed and are the kids in the shed for two <laughs> seconds? Like, <laughs> are so you a, confused. Are you in the fucking laundry, like, pushing the person oh, to the side? God. <laughs> <laughs> I just cannot. GB, we love you. Thank you for so much for writing in. I think, yes. Jades, we've got to ra- wrap this up. We do. Follow us at on the gram at, at Podcast. Uh, Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Mm-hmm. It is very important we get those reviews. It's, it, crucial, right? it's crucial, honey. We're
1: independent in this bitch. We are in
0: your ears every Tuesday morning. Thank you so much for being with us, and we love you so much. <laughs>